Testing, testing. Testing, that's good. It's got the wave thingies, so that's yeah. fine. Is it working? I think Are we so. on? I think we're on. And then if we add the edit point, we can just hit add flag, apparently. So that's fine. It's a good test. Welcome to the Wrestle Ropes podcast with your host, as always, Billy. This is a bit of a different one because there's no video and uh, nobody wants to see my face at this time in the morning. I'm joined on this edition by my wife. Yes, wrestling fans do have significant others and they do get married. Uh, I'm joined by Kelly. Hi. And we're going to speak about Wrestle... Wrestle... I'm going to say Wrestle Ropes. Great, great start. Wrestle Zone. Uh, Wrestle Zone Halloween hijinks, which we went to last night as of recording. For our first wrestling show since 2019. Yes, we did. And uh, this is your first Even show. Even longer so... for me. Yep, I was going to say. Last show you went to was Regal Rumble 2019. Love a rumble. Love a rumble. Uh, see, told you. And <laughs> you saw the death of Mr. Malice. I did. Last show I went to would have been the Battle of the Nations that year as well, um, which saw the main event that never happened. And now we're back. Was it 500 and whatever days later it said since the last show? Martin said it about five times last night, but I can't remember the uh, number. Apologies, Martin. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, so it's been so long. We weren't supposed to go to the show anyway because we were due to be at Comic-Con. Um, but it got postponed, rescheduled. So the gods above meant, the, meant us to go to this wrestling show. I mean, you were gutted. Oh. In the same breath, you were booking the tickets for yes, WrestleZone. Yeah. So as soon as you told me it was rescheduled, I already had ringside world up up, and I was I know ticketing away. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, meant to be. We were meant to be at that show. Absolutely. So, uh, of course, tradition is for for wrestling shows in Aberdeen, we'd go through through the day, eat, yeah. and then and then go to the show. Uh huh. And that's what we did. So we got up early. We we dropped the dog off at my parents in Bucky, and then we were on our way to Aberdeen in absolute pissing rain. Oh, it was just like, I thought we were going to have to build an arc. We floated to Aberdeen, not just because we were excited to see some wrestling. <laughs> so, really, the, we've got Kelly on here for this this review of the show, um, because she's here, and that's that's a good enough He's reason. He's finally to... convinced me, folks. He's finally convinced me. And that's that's good enough reason to, to get you on here. So... I've done um, like a hundred of these podcasts now, so it's going to be anyone listening to previous ones will know that I'm incredibly awkward. So now that I've actually got a human in the same room, it's going to be even more awkward. Uh, but we'll we'll make our way through it, and we'll we'll speak about the show uh, as we go through it. But let's speak about our day in Aberdeen. Um, we were soaked. We um, were. Of course, I turned up in full uh, full kit wanker gear. Yeah. I had the wristband. I had the Kila Valhalla T-shirt. You had your WrestleZone face mask. I had my face mask. If if I didn't get too sweaty, I would have had a hat, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, and and I'm just saying, WrestleZone. If you want to release shorts, I'll probably buy them too. And please don't. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, because you were full cut wanker enough yesterday, I don't think we need to add more to the collection. That is fair. Uh, so before we get to the show, actually, we'll speak about your experience in wrestling because that's it's. It's interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, when I met you, you were very aware that... I, well, I don't think you were very aware. I think I very much kept that secret on the old uh, Not much of a profile. secret, because, you know, you have got the Hardy Boy symbol tattooed on your arm. I thought it was a Thor's hammer. Yon year. Close but, on. you know. Um, but I didn't really have much dealing with wrestling. Um, you had some favourites, though. Yes. I did like Edge. Um, 
and I knew who Hulk Hogan was, but apart from that, I was very much a novice. So I finally convinced Kelly to go to a wrestling show. What we started dating? What twenty early twenty fourteen was it? It was June. We started dating, and I think it was about September October Summer, time. It was winter anyway, wasn't it? That we went to see rock and wrestle at the Victoria Hotel in Forest. Yeah. Very first show. So so Billy was security that night. Oh, I had a black shirt. I bought one. Black shirt, black trousers. Okay. Bit useless, but it was okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So tell everybody what happened to me that night. Absolutely, because this is a story. If you go back to the the podcast with uh, Looking Sharp, I've mentioned this story uh, because it still makes me laugh to this day. Um, We were there early because we were picking up the ring announcer for the show. Yeah. And we, I'd, I'd said to Kelly that I was, I was sitting next to her and going, it's fine, we're front row because I'm, I'm security, he says, yeah. with bunny ears. Mm-hmm. And nobody will ca- ca- call you, it'll be fine. Nobody will look at you, no, nobody will t- right. talk to you. First person out was Lou, and he said that I fancied him. So there you go, Introdu- introduction to wrestling. Uh-huh. But you got In to- with both feet. But you got to see one of your, your favourites, now favourites. Now favourites. Uh, On ju- that night, he was particularly scary. Of course, Jack but, Jester. Yeah. Uh, Jack Jester, of course. In that show, um, there was seemed to be miscommunication in the main event where uh, Tim Wiley may or may not have had to come back out and chase away the baddie Jester. But uh, he did not, and Jester proceeded to stalk everyone in the venue. Yeah. <laughs> so, Including myself. Yeah, so it wasn't fun. He, I think he didn't. He uh, he stalked someone out of the venue as well, not not yeah, around the venue. Yeah, I think the poor lady was going out for a cigarette, <laughs> and, just kept following and her. he just marched her out of the the hotel. Like the poor woman, she was just there with her grandkids because it was a nice wrestling afternoon, you know. Nah. So that was your first wrestling experience. So it your was. first wrestle zone, I th- I'm gonna guess it was a rumble. Um, because I can't remember. It was either a rumble or an anarchy, but I'm thinking it was a rumble. It was definitely a Northern Hotel. I'm positive it was a Northern Hotel. If it was the Northern Hotel, then it was a rumble, because where first anarchy was at the ballroom. Yes. Oh, yes. In the the balcony, the famed balcony. Yes. Make sure that's still recording, actually, because it's switched off. It is. You can see it in the corner. Ah, cool. That's fine. The technical difficulties. We're not using Zoom. I'm using my phone this time. Because I'm in the room, you know? You might as well... I know, I'm going all out, I'm using the very expensive technology. (laughs) (laughs) It was either that or have me on Zoom, but in the other room, so what was the point? Yeah, that would have been weirder. Um, So, I mean, if we come come out of this, I unlock my phone and nothing's recorded, this is going to be very weird. Anyway, so, so it was a a rumble that we think it was that you went to. So, WrestleZone's a bit different when it comes to... Yeah. It is... Because it's rock and wrestle was trying to get that little in between, um, like for the kids, but a little bit edgier, yeah. As well, because they bring up guys from Glasgow, they're getting jester mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it was a bit more, um, oh, this isn't your mama's wrestling kind of thing, yeah. You know? But WrestleZone is your mama's wrestling. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's for the kids. It's family friendly. It's yeah. It's I really enjoy a WrestleZone show. Um, I know you really enjoy a WrestleZone show, but I think you would go and watch wrestling in the North Pole. So I 
my first experience of a WrestleZone show was a Rumble. And I think that's probably why I love a Rumble. Rumble is just the best when it comes to wrestling. Because it's a guaranteed, like, at least an hour. I like <laughs> booing the bad guys, cheering on the good guys. And if it's a Rumble, I get proper involved in the countdown. I just love it. It's good fun. And the Rumble's easy to learn as well. Yeah. The rules are you throw them over the top rope, both feet hit the floor. Yeah. That's it. It's mm-hmm. done. And then the last one standing wins. Yeah. And you get to get a little bit of stories in between that. And it's like, uh, oh, so-and-so, um, the referee didn't see it, so they've slid back in. Oh, no. And all that kind of stuff. So it's a really easy story to, to kind of comprehend and get involved with. Uh, so, yeah, you've, you've still come back to WrestleZone. We've done Anarchies. We've done Battle of the Nations. We've done... Christmas Chaos. Christmas Mick Chaos. McFoley, of course. In the very cold Leisure Centre. And I've finally done my very first Halloween hijinks. Me too. Never read a Halloween hijinks. So Which, until... considering how much I love Halloween, is a bit shocking, to be honest. It's disgraceful, to be I honest. I can't believe that you've taken this long to get me to go to one. It's taken that long for me to get to one. I, I, I don't know why it's taken that long. I think it's maybe because right about this time of year, we often have like other things on. Well, it is our anniversary. Yeah, as of, what was it? The 6th four, of October. Four days ago. I do know, I was checking the date today. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, four days ago. Uh, so, of course, how do you celebrate an anniversary weekend? Go to the Go wrestling. To wrestling. Although, it's quite good because the the weekend that we got engaged, we yeah. went and saw Rock and Wrestle in Inverness. We did. So, it's kind of... Um, and you got to meet Jack Jester. It's kind of a tradition. Yes, I did. I got to meet Jack Jester. That was... Eventful. That was the best bit of your weekend. That was the best bit of my weekend. Not getting that ring on my finger, getting to meet Jack Jester. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so your wrestling experience, really you're a live wrestling watcher, though. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, not somebody that would sit, enjoy sitting watching it on the telly. Yeah. But then I think, I feel like I would be like that with any sport. Mm. I've not gone to a football game or a rugby game or anything like that, but I feel like... I would be the same at them. I would enjoy it when I was there, but I don't see the point in sitting and watching it on the telly. I don't know why, mm. but it's just not for me. I mean, the only one I've dragged you down to watch was uh, was Edge's return at WrestleMania uh, because there was no crowd. It was just, it was, it was. I I enjoyed it for what I it was. I volunteered for Edge's return. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it for what it was. That's probably as much as I could say about it, but. I'm going to try and get you... Rumble's on a Saturday next year. So mm-hmm. we're going to try and get... We're going to watch the Rumble, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because Rumble's the best. It's just the best one. Absolutely. Uh, as I'll say many times, because it just is. So your WrestleZone experience. Like like I said, your last one was, was Rio Rumble 2019. A lot has changed since then, even before the pandemic mm-hmm. happened. Uh, so there was a lot of stories that I was going through when wrestlers were coming out and you were going, isn't he a, isn't he a heel now? Yeah. Isn't he... Yeah. Isn't he, yeah. What's happening with it? Because it is. It's a bit like a, a soap opera, I suppose. There's stories going on that I've missed a chapter of. So I kind of needed a previously on WrestleZone from Billy. And I'm a big nerd and I knew everything. <laughs> so we got their VIP ticket holder match. Uh, we should mention who we were sat with because uh, they were very kind enough to just to be a part of the, the banter. Yeah, the, we were show. with... Mark, Kaylee, and Kyle. Kyle will love that you pause at his name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh, who who are all excited? This is Kaylee's first WrestleZone show, and they've got their own podcast, Kaylee and uh, and Kyle. So they'll probably go into a bit more depth about her thoughts. But yeah, what no, we do was... know from our WrestleRope show was uh, 
with Kyle that she's a massive fan of Mickey Vago, of course. Yeah, so she got to see him, which was good. <laughs> and she got the full experience of the crowd as well. She definitely did. That's but, that's uh, um, probably that's definitely true. Probably yeah, probably less said about that the better. Mm-hmm. So we'll just get into the show then. I think we, yeah. we, we've done the preamble. If anyone's got any further questions, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll ask for your social media at the end. That's what I do for everything else. Okay. And I'll also ask you my stupid questions, just in case people think that I'm not going to find out what, what Kelly's favourite dinosaur is. We will in a little bit. So we've got the VIP ticket holder match. We turned up on time. The crowd was, the queue was huge. So we're fairly certain. I actually think there was many people without VIP tickets last night. I, yeah, I'm absolutely, well, where we sat, we could see pretty much the whole place was full. It was packed. It was really, really good. And we've got all the, the safety guidelines and um, I think they, they, it's pretty much common sense now. If you get off your seat, you put your mask on. Uh, respect people's boundaries, all that kind of stuff. Of course, I'm well versed at that because it's the same rules as being in the pub. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I I wouldn't know because I don't go out. So my my I, my uh, whole life revolves around this tiny room, which I'm still recording in, even though I'm not on Zoom. So I've still got all my pops in the background. Um, yes, big you have. Orgasm of a shelf here. Uh huh. So we got there. We sat down. Great, great view because it's the first time I've been on that particular side of the the entranceway side. Yeah. Uh, we're usually either at the like the the. Sh- we're the, normally in the body of the cart. Thank you. <laughs> or in or on the other side. Oh, um, yeah, the from where they would from where they would enter from. Yeah. So, it was quite nice to be at that side, and we could we were, you, you could almost see behind the curtain as mm. well, which was quite nice. We, we got a little bit of, of like the wee match preparation. You could see their thoughts before they see entered through the curtain. everybody getting ready to come through that curtain. It was quite cool to be um, privy to that, actually. Yeah, and, and of course, um, Al, Al Sterling flicked me the Vs as well, which was, uh, which was fun. Uh, yeah. Because um, unfortunately, it's a blessing and a curse that everyone. I think he was just waving, but with two fingers. <laughs> that that must have been it, but yeah. So it's it's a ble- it's almost a blessing and a curse that most people know me at the shows mainly because I do so much for their, not for their, but about their their promotion and I interview so many other guys and it was nice to hear so many people come up to me and say they listen to the podcast as well, which. Uh, which is nice. At least I know when ten people are listening, I probably could pick out the ten people that are listening now. Yeah, ten people came up to me. Uh, so speaking was... of which, big shout out to David Johnson. This was his idea. I'm finally on the podcast. He did. He he cornered us uh, <clears throat> at the interval and suggested that that Kelly should be on a podcast and we should speak about wrestling. And it's happened. Here we are. Yep. We're we're doing it. And also shout out to Jonathan as well, uh, of course, because Jonathan. It's it's been a long time since I've seen Jonathan. Yeah. And Jonathan was clearly absolutely buzzing for some wrestling. Yeah, as as you were, I had to oh, scrape yeah. you off the ceiling a few times yesterday, so uh, I can only imagine how excited Jonathan was. Ah, uh, between between that and uh, and and Kyle, um, just Kyle was like just. Kyle was like a kid of, yeah. that had gotten access to all the sherbet in the world. He was just yesterday. just shaking the whole time and yeah. jumping up and down and. And this has made it funnier because, like I said, they'll, they'll get into it in their own podcast. But because Kaylee never been, she didn't know any of the wrestlers. <laughs> she, her only experience of WrestleZone would have been seeing Scotty Swift at a random ICW show years ago, uh-huh. where everyone went, "Who's that Who guy? Who the hell's this guy?" And the Mickey Vago podcast, the Mosh mm-hmm. Pit. Yeah. And that's why she's a fan of Mickey Vago. Uh huh. So to come in and your first person you see in the VIP ticket holder match is Lord Mister Malice. <laughs> a treat for the eyes, really. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Malice, of course, last time Kelly saw him, 
died. He was, yeah, <laughs> murdered by Caleb Valhalla. As he was dropped off the... Uh, well, that's like the last time I saw him. I saw him on Anarchy doing the same desk. Uh-huh. And I think I may have texted you at the time saying... Oh, He's alive! So there's a, <laughs> there's a ghost manning the sound desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So to see Mr. Malice again was... was uh, to see the, him being the first face out was... Just had to be. It's WrestleZone. It's yeah. ridiculous, panto, family-friendly nonsense. Had to be Malice that came out. And uh, Jeeves is back as well. Jeeves Winchester. He's Jeeves no longer Winchester. Agent W. Uh-huh. You missed all of Agent W, I think, did you? I think so, because it's not ringing any bells. He was uh, Jason Reed's security. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have the hump. Okay. And I didn't explain to you at the time why he hasn't got the hump anymore, because I thought it would be funnier just to say it on, on the podcast. Oh, okay. But uh, the story was that when Jeeves, when, when Malice died, or when Malice uh, got rid of Jeeves, mm-hmm. Jason picked him up as a security and paid to get the, the hump removed. Sounds like Jason Reeves. Uh, Reed. Reed, sorry. Reed. Jeeves. Jeeves and Reeds. Jeeves and, and Reed, all over yeah. the place. Uh, so, yeah, that's the story of why Lord Morales and Jeeves Winchester... Sorry, Winchester doesn't have the the thing anymore. Uh, the hump anymore. But he also uh, still falls over when he comes into the ring, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, he had his open challenge. That was his big open challenge. He wanted to, to challenge anyone. That's the point of an open challenge. And out came Muller Murphy. Yeah, who never I've seen. never seen, apart from on your birthday video that birthday. everybody contributed towards, but I've never seen him wrestle, so... Last time I saw him, it would have been the last show I, I went to, was he was in the pre-show. Mm-hmm. And I thought, it's always the same when it comes to wrestlers on trainees that, that come in, when their first match, generally their first match is not the best one, because no. they have to adjust to the crowd. Although, we'll, we'll come to that later. Yeah. So they have to adjust to the crowd, and then usually when you see them again three months down the line they're brilliant they've got their act together and it's all in place yeah um so the what i did like about Mahler coming out was he's his gear he, he definitely trimmed down mm-hmm. the last time i saw him um quite a lot of glove guys been training. um he his gear fit he had better fitting gear which pleather pants are uh pleather trousers are very you have to be a particular build for them to look right it's an unforgiven material. Oh, absolutely! If you're if you're not tall, if you if if you don't you're not slender and tall, it looks terrible. And he was he's a bit more slender than he was when I last saw him. Yeah. So it, it looked a little bit better on him, and so he came out. The crowd was a little bit lukewarm because you know they're if it's an open challenge, you're expecting someone like a return, a big return, mm-hmm. a cool guest, a cool wrestler come in, and then while. Moller and Malice were doing a little bit of a back and forth and the shook hands. Bingo Balance came out. Yeah. Bingo Balance. And, and the crowd went wild. They did. Bingo Balance, of course, uh, if, if no one is un- if, if no one's aware, if anyone listens to Wrestle Daft podcast, he is a, somehow a, fa- a firm favourite for Wrestling Daft. Um, and it was great to see Bingo Balance back the last time. Again, we're going to go back a lot to the last time Kelly saw Bingo Balance or these characters because... Um, yeah. It just catches you up with the happenings on. Was I think it's been a, a really long time. Would it have been? I think it was Christmas Chaos. Yeah, with so Mick Fo- the one with Mick Foley. So that's a good six years ago. You Sorry, guys, I don't do years. I do whoever was there. So um, <laughs> and I have to remember the year from that point onwards. Have to. I can't remember the year from that point <laughs> onwards. Uh, so yeah, so that was probably the last time you had his Iron Brew trunks. 
Yes, Iron Brew, yeah. I um, remember I, he looked... He was orange and blue at that point. I've got a feeling you may have seen him in the run-up to one of the anarchies when the Tri-Counties Championship was... That's a possibility, yeah, but, but... But that's 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 what we remember, anyway. That's what yeah. we'll go with. So, uh, we came out and... I, I was surprised at just how much they were, they were like bumping and throwing themselves about because, again, this is, this is 18 months since live wrestling. I don't know if Bingo's done any in Ireland or anything like that since then but uh-huh. uh, guys like Mahler and Malice Malice probably hadn't done it for years at this point yeah um, <laughs> and they were quite happily just throwing themselves about Bingo was lifting Mahler like nothing which was ridiculous yeah especially you consider the size of them and then Malice would stay the way yeah so that was, it, it kind of get got him back but it didn't get him as physical yeah however we did get one amazing moment which was uh Malice climbing top rope. Yes, that was pretty cool. <laughs> and I think I think the story I don't know because I can't remember. I know I know shocking. I can't remember something. But I think he's tried to do a top rope move for years, but has never done it. Never been able to get there. Yeah, he's never. He's always been cut off or he's missed or something like that. So he got to complete the move. So he got to do a, a flying senton flip uh, onto. I think it was onto Mahler. Was it or was it both of them or something like that? But it was yeah, and the crowd just went. Insane I mean, bananas yeah. for seeing this. Uh, of course, Bingo picked up the win with uh, I think it was like a future shock kind of thing. It was cool. It was a cool move. I can't remember. If, if, for the details you're of the actual the matches, wrong person. for the details of the actual matches, you're probably better to wait for Adam's review to go up, and he'll have all the actual information. We'll just tell you what we felt about yeah. the show. That's probably the best way to go with it. So that's your first match. The crowd loved it. Yeah. Um, well, that was the VIP. That was the VIP match. Uh, of course, I was I was goosebumping and maybe crying a little bit. I don't know. I was it was a very emotional. I moment. don't know. To be honest with you, I wasn't even looking at you. <laughs> it was just just. Like, I was too busy enjoying the wrestling, which, you know. Ken, if 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 we said that seven years ago when we first met in East, that would uh, never have happened. I would have went, Kelly. You know, we're gonna get married. I would be very <laughs> forward if I said that on our first date. We're <laughs> gonna get married, and you're gonna love pro wrestling, and you would have went. Please go away. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I'm going to block you on everything now. <laughs> They've just ghosted you. Yeah, that's what probably would have been for the best. But no, no, I showed you my tattoos and you were smitten. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so that was the VIP holder match. Like I said, not many people came in afterwards because it was fairly full at that mm-hmm. point with the VIP section. And we were supposed to get a Tri-Counties Championship match first after Martin got the, the crowd all going and yeah. shouting and, and all ready to rumble. And then Bruiser Brad Evans came out. Yep, he um, came you, out and threw a hissy fit. You loved his mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was very concerned that that was going to stay on. Didn't look very safe. Yeah, it was one of those uh, was it half like like hockey masks with spikes Almost, on it. It's like Hannibal Lecter mask, yeah. you know, but it's got danger spikes on it. And he came out looking absolutely ripped in comparison to, again, last time I saw him. Uh, which is amazing because when I spoke to him, he was kind of like trying to bulk up and then shred it off. Yeah. You know, and he's certainly put in the work because he looked thin, uh, <laughs> thin but like fit as well. You know. Yeah, he looked solid. He looked Absolutely. muscular. That's it. That's that's the one. See, I I just I just ramble a bit and then Kelly will eventually like work out what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, so he came out. I'm the translator. <laughs> he came out and he wanted his undisputed WrestleZone Championship match now. Yeah. Then and now. Didn't want to wait. He insulted Damien's family. 
Uh, yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> he, he pointed at his at Damien's daughter and and told her that Daddy was going to be a loser. That he was going to prove that Daddy was a loser. See memory, uh, and that brought out Damien. That brought out Damien, and yeah, Damien's um, face. Yeah, I think, I think he got a bit emotional when he came out because of the reaction that he got. No. And obviously, it's been a long time since everybody's been at a show or been in a show. And I think it's probably been... A lot of them have maybe thought, do I want to come back to it? You know? And they've been convinced because they've got ongoing stories or whatever, Mm. you know? But he came out and he genuinely looked just overwhelmed by the... By the reaction. That's the thing. In my preview with Kyle, I, I was I was quite I questioned that because because Damien had been quite quiet, and mm-hmm. when I tried to approach him for interviews, he was he was just very, he doesn't know what, what his place in wrestling will be because of because of pandemic and because of everything that happened last year and speaking out as well. He was just a very yeah. I, I didn't didn't know. Which is understandable. Know. I mean, he's obviously got a family and 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 there's. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Yeah, but. But I yeah. think I think last night could have convinced him. Oh, absolutely! When he, when he came out, he had the big tough guy exterior, and as soon as he saw the crowd, you could see his just face drop. Yeah, and he was was just everyone was there to see him, uh, in a kind of different way. He he uh, changed his body shape a little bit, and not a case of like he got uh, like smaller and ripped, but he actually got stockier. But he still looked like wrestling ready. Like, yeah. he wasn't. Not, not fat. People That's have obviously word, been using the pandemic to train. Yeah, absolutely. Let's put it that way. Let's not, not dig our no, no. holes. No, no, but he did. But... Look, he looked solid, uh, but uh, he looked uh, healthy. <clears throat> yes. That's what, That's what we'll go with. So they had the brawl. Uh, it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was just a good fun brawl. It wasn't like a particularly technical match. It was just two guys battering lumps and chopping each other. Not that I would know what technicalities there were anyway. They weren't holding each other for a bit. That's probably about as technical as, as isn't it? That's about <laughs> as technical as I go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was a good match. They were just uh, yeah leathering each other, and then Damien got the the shock win. Um, it looked like it did look like Damien was was gonna lose, and I and I honestly thought he was because yeah. I thought. If Damien's not into it anymore and he wants to kind of step away, he'll drop the belt and then that's it. That's the perfect he, opportunity he go. to go, isn't it? And that's a big way to start off the show. Uh, but of course, his his daughter was cheering him on. Oh, she was just ecstatic to be watching her dad. Um, she was just adorable. I mean, it's it's definitely different because the last time I saw his daughter, uh, it would have been uh, the Abdianaki the year you didn't go. It was it was uh, Damien in the main event. Okay. And Damien won the title back from Rudo Lightning, uh-huh. and his daughter came in afterwards and did the whole, whole uh, hugging in the ring bit. All right. So okay. it was alpha cute. Uh, so it was it was good to see everyone like just just I was, it was just good to see everyone enjoying wrestling. I just I would just missed it yeah. so much. Everyone obviously just had a really nice time last night. And it was, I didn't think like, I knew I would miss it, but I didn't think I would miss it as much as I did. Yeah. And I was just there, absolutely buzzing just to see everyone. So that was a really great opener, a, a shocking opener because, like I said, I thought it would, the title was going to change hands. Also, that was going to be the main event. So it all makes sense when we get to the end, why it was kind of switched around. Yeah. And, and what have you? So we'll, we'll obviously get to that uh, soon. Soon, as we're already half an hour in this, and we've. 
just got into the first match of the show. So yeah, maybe we should get on a bit. We do well. Yeah. Uh, so next up was WrestleZone tag team. Well, before that, Brad Brad Damien had a big pull apart brawl. So clearly their story's not over. Uh, yeah. So we'll see that in the future. Um, we won't say when the next shows are because that's not our our job. It'll be WrestleZone to announce when. Yeah. They did announce it on the show. Anyway, tag team title match is next. Crusher Crabe and Connor Malloy uh, were against Ted O'Keefe and Omar Mohammed. Not Umar. Everyone calls him Umar. I got corrected on my very first podcast. It's Omar okay. Mohammed. And uh, we kind of got ruined with Crabe and Molloy a little bit after Kyle has pointed out that it looks like it's Connor and his dad. Yeah. So that was that. But uh, Crusher looked very different from last time you saw him. Very different, yeah. <laughs> um, last time I saw Crusher, he had long black hair and a great big black bushy beard. And, <laughs> and Connor was uh, the young upstart that eliminated him from the Rumble. I didn't even remember that, so... Yeah, he was, he was, uh, they were in a little bit of a, a feud, like uh, David versus Goliath sort of thing, and Connor eliminated him from the Rumble, and that caused a big reaction that year. And he came, Connor came out ripped, jacked. That's somebody else's tagline. <laughs> he, he just, he just looked, like, I don't know if it's just because last time, a few times I've seen him, he's wearing a t-shirt, or if he was just further away. But okay. <laughs> he just, like, he looked solid. Uh, he looked like a, a character from Final Fantasy with the old uh, bleach blonde hair and uh, and what like and I compared him to a young Jeff Hardy like when he first started up. I should have brought a picture of, of a young Jeff Hardy and you would have went, aye, that's and it. probably yeah. agreed. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm, I can't do that because you know this is as technical as I'm getting with the whole uh, iPhone <laughs> that I have to try and get out of the lock screen every so often and hope that it hasn't just dipped out the sound when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'll show you a picture later. I'm sure you'll agree. I'm sure I will. So Crusher came out. Of course, he, he bald now. He's got a very short, stubbly beard. Yeah. Um. He's he's looking just yeah. He was he was looking up for it. Yeah, he was looking ready. His uh, face. I don't know. Ready it's just because he didn't go. have the hair and the beard. Now you can see more of his face. And yeah. It's just like I wouldn't have wanted to walk in front of him at all during the show or anything no. like that because I think he was ready just to. He was ready to grab someone and throw them. <laughs> so I got a Ted O'Keefe came out who you don't remember at all. I think you may have seen him, but I'm not sure. He was the guy with the flat cap. Flat cap, Peaky Blinders. Peaky and Blinders the, look. And yeah. beard, yeah. And Omar Mohammed, which would have been the first time I've seen Omar wrestle live. So definitely would have been the first time you've seen him yeah. wrestle live. Uh, you loved his entrance theme. Yes, I did. I can't remember what it was now, but yeah. It was like that um, sensation. I'm an eighties music fan, so that's that's the way into my heart. It'll pop up on your uh, your for you page on TikTok or or Spotify suggestions yeah. at some point, won't it? Probably. Because technology is listening, and you're listening on technology. There you go. There's a cool new podcasting plug there. Uh, okay. so. so uh, Ted O'Keefe and Omar, of course, they they were like the wee odd couple, because uh, Ted's usually teaming with Dino Del Monte, who wasn't at the show, and uh, Omar's not Dino Del Monte. He's quite the opposite of everything. Omar had obviously convinced Ted O'Keefe to wear uh the same same sort of that jacket. That was a cracking jacket. I, yeah. I I was jealous of that jacket. If, if Omar wants to tell me where he got it, I'm and, sure there's an official name for that. Sorry, we don't know what it is. <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was a really nice jacket. Ted didn't seem so so uh, enamoured with it. He didn't seem keen, did he? No. He took it off at the earliest opportunity. Yeah, absolutely disgraceful. But uh, so the, the match itself was, it was good. It was good. There was a lot happening. A lot of chops. A lot of, a lot of chops. Oh, yeah. Aye. 
I'm surprised people couldn't hear them outside. Unfortunately, Omar was the one in his team that didn't have a, a shirt or a protective barrier on his chest, so therefore... He's bound to have welts on his chest today. And, and of course, like you were saying, Crusher looked very much up for some wrestling. I don't think he... I think... Of course, he was pulling it because he's a professional. He's pulling his, his, his punches and, and chops. But I think there's a little bit of extra spice. Yeah. A little bit of extra spice in those chops just to get the crowd going, oh, <laughs> just getting them Quite ready for possibly, it. possibly, yeah. Uh, Connor clearly had, had uh, done a lot of training and was a big fan of, of Eddie Guerrero. He was throwing a lot of Eddie Guerrero moves um, and you just looked at me blankly there. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, out of my depth. <laughs> he, was doing just, he was doing the wee, wee uh, shoulder shimmy as well and all that kind of stuff. He was definitely, you could tell all these guys were just amped to be in the ring and just get in front of the crowd Ready and getting them to to react to whatever they were doing and WrestleZone crowd they reacted to everything that they were given and yeah. that's just the way it works for WrestleZone they Absolutely. love they just want to see some wrestling mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah the, the Connor, Connor and Crusher uh, won the match in the end with a humongous big boot and Crusher <laughs> just li- he laid in that big boot onto Ted's face certainly did very very uh, snugly that's the, the phrase for it. Mm-hmm. As uh, they they I celebrate. I think Crusher's now wearing Ted's face <laughs> as a big boot. It, it's not the only sole on his shoe. <laughs> oh, ah, God. there we go. There we go. That's a natural laugh. There you go. <laughs> Thirty-three minutes in, natural laugh. It don't happen often. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly don't. Uh, so uh, they had a, a big celebration. Everyone's happy. They left, and Omar and Ted had a little bit of a disagreement. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be back as a tag. No, I don't think so. But the crowd seem to really accept Omar's first match at WrestleZone in, yeah. at all. And uh, they, they seem to have accepted him quite nicely. Yeah. So it's like always good. Always good when you get a new Welcome person. Welcome to the family. So uh, it means they expand their roster and they don't have to rely on, on, on like getting all these people everywhere. Yeah. WrestleZone, just, they like their guys. The crowd, yeah. they love their guys and... If it, I think you have to do something really bad to not be liked. They like their locally sourced beef. There we go. Lovely <laughs> <laughs> Angus. Uh, so yeah, if, if you have to be really poor at WrestleZone for the crowd not to at least react to you some way, yeah. some form, because they they're just there to see some wrestling. Uh, first half main was probably your favorite match of the night. Yeah, definitely. Well, maybe. Was the Halloween brawl? Triple threat match. It was Mickey Vago, Caleb Valhalla and Zach Dynamite. Uh, on the surface, <laughs> when this match was announced, I did look at it and go, that's a fairly random match. Yeah. Because you think Vago would be in a tag team or something like that, or Caleb would do something with Allen, or Zach Dynamite would do something with the Foundation in the future. But no, this this was wild. <laughs> it was good. It was brilliant. It was everything I expected and more. So Halloween Brawl, for those unaware, the legal weapons are Halloween weapons. That's, yeah. That's the so, uh, so we were treated to Mickey Vigo, the Pumpkin King. Yes. We're gonna get, yeah, we'll get that. And uh, we had, so Caleb came out, not dressed up. I think he was dressed up as Thor, maybe. Was that, he was just that? in his usual attire, yeah. folks. Uh, Zach Dynamite came out, just as Zach Dynamite. And then Mickey Vigo came out looking like in amazing shape. Big long hair. He looked great. I mean, I've not seen him for a while and he looked... I mean, everybody looked amazing and Caleb's definitely bulked up. Mm. But, I mean, I've kind of been following his progress on Twitter anyway. Not because I'm a perv, (laughs) 
But because oh, I've been following pizza. his progress, all that pizza, you know, um, you've got to show me your tricks, dude. Because <laughs> if I could eat pizza and look like that, I'd be winning. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mickey Vago looks awesome. He he had face paint on last night. I think he was trying to look a little bit like a serial killer or something <laughs> from like a a horror movie. You know, was, he was proper in the Halloween zone. Um, I think because he's like the heavy metal hooligan, it's a bit of like kiss and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's just it's a like... combination of it all, you know. So he came out with his um, bag of tricks. Of course. Um, and yeah, it, it was it was quite cool to hear everybody's reaction to him, particularly Kaylee's. <laughs> <laughs> our, our absolute favourite. Yeah, so the match was, Halloween weapons were legal. So it started off with, now, I don't want to call to question the, the Halloween um, weapons being legal thing when first match, first weapon was like a, a Singapore cane candlestick. But I think, I don't know if they pulled it out as in it was part of a broom. Yes. Some broom put Definitely together. Definitely was Absolutely. part of a broom. Um, which which Fago take it, took in and handed a little stick of it to, to Dynamite. To Dynamite, yeah. And I maintained to you at the time, Dynamite's one would have hurt more. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, because that that's I mean, it's a set. It's just a cane, then, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's whip. Um, so that's gonna hurt more than the bunch of them all together. I assume. I do not want to test that theory. Oh no, it's that's their afternoon plans. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, then we we had, of course, the pumpkin king, because uh, Vago had to defend himself from uh, Valhalla discovering the candlestick. <laughs> I love Valhalla's character of just like this god from Earth, uh, from from uh, Asgard coming down, but not sure of the of the Midgard ways. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he saw the candlestick and was like, oh, and then hit someone with it, and he was like, oh, yes, oh, and then I see, I see now. <laughs> I this see is what, what this we does. Do this. Uh, and of course, yeah, Vigo. <laughs> the picture, the picture I put up on Twitter, I just. It's just one of those pictures. Like, explain wrestling, and this is the picture of Vago with the pumpkin on his head, Valhalla with this with the stick, and then Zack Dynamite on the ground. If there was ever a picture that's a snapshot of a wrestling show, <laughs> that, that's probably it. Yep. So it's like Renaissance painting. You should put that up in Louvre. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, absolutely madness. A People lot of... in the future will find it and discover it and think, "What the hell is going on in this picture?" So we got that. We got, uh, of course, the absolute insanity of the sweets. Oh, that was just <laughs> well. I suppose to be honest with you, I've seen. Was it Mick Foley did it with tax? Yeah. So Good recall. Uh huh. Check me out. <laughs> but I think I'd rather land on a sweetie than on a tack. And the thing was, because it's such a wrestling trope, they have the big bag of, of thumbtacks, which I know they're drawing pins in the UK, but thumbtacks sounds cooler. Well, you say yeah. it. Uh, the, the, the crowd just went absolutely ballistic for it because they were like, oh, we know what this, this is. And then it was sweets. And they were like, oh my God, it's sweets. Yeah. It's Halloween. Uh, but no, Grado used to do it with, you had a bum bag. And it, when you think, oh, it's going to be thumbtacks, you pull it out and it was Skittles. Skittles, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather land on them but, uh, than big, push pins. But but like Caleb lifted them both on his shoulders and threw them on the onto the yeah it was yeah just, he's it was he's that a big was, strong lad he is a big strong he's a strapping man uh, the match ended before the match ended of course Vago uh, put a bin 
put the bin where his all his tricks were on dynamite. Yeah. And so it was like a metal trash can for want of a better description. But you know, when I say that, you'll you can picture what it was. Yeah. Okay, so as for wrestling fans, we can use the Americanisms. And I think we get away with it. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he decided that um, Zach was going to be his um, target practice. Oh, it was the sound. That sound was... T- oh, I hate, to th- I hate to think what it felt like in there. Now, as far <laughs> as sound goes, how's that in comparison to Malice dying at the right Rugal Rumble? Oh, that thud will live <laughs> with me forever. That thud was just... Oh, and you, you have a video of it and you can hear it. You can hear it in the video. It's very clear. I mean, that poor man's back. <laughs> it must have just been done. But by there that. was a bit during the match that that like Vago, um, Vago, uh, Valhalla had Zach Dynamite up on his shoulder and went to the ropes. Mm-hmm. And I was just getting flashbacks. So I was just like, yes. no, 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 don't do it again. We don't need that to happen to another of WrestleZone's roster. <laughs> uh, it, oh, it was just. That yeah, the moment will never live, uh, never leave my mind, and like so I've got a video of it, so it doesn't happen. It will live on forever. Um, they didn't put the wee outline, chalk outline of of uh, Mal- all over the place, Miles' body. Yeah. Uh, so that was so clearly they didn't listen to to our preview show, which you know shame on them. Shocking. Shame on them. <laughs> so yeah, Halloween brawl that that uh, closed out the first half of WrestleZone's Halloween hijinks, and yeah, like you're saying, if you wanted a snapshot of WrestleZone. That's it. That was your first half, pretty yeah. much, easily. You got everything you want. You got absolute insanity madness of the triple threat. Uh, you got some really fun young talent and, and you got Crusher as well in the yeah. in the tag team. And then and, and Omar introducing to him and then you got Damien to start off yeah. with. And you got to... Time-served members of the team and some, the, the young upstarts. Yeah, so you got a little bit of everything. So the, the interval arrived and that was it. We could go, go for peas and... Yeah, we? let's just tell everybody that part, will we? Yeah, absolutely. Although, at the merch stand, I did really like their little um, dorbs or something. Yeah, yeah and, and um, it's quite cool because obviously from uh, from um, previous podcasts, people will know that Billy has got a wall of pops. So it's quite cool that you can buy something of the people that we actually go and see mm-hmm. and watch. So, like, Mr. P and Scotty, and there was a Sisto one. There was and a Blue Thunder. Was Honestly, a Blue Thunder. I think there was even a Crusher. and, and You spotted a Malice I as spotted well. a Malice one as well, you know, so that was pretty cool that there's actual merchandise for them. Because although it's it's nice to buy stuff there, it's nice to buy stuff there of, mm-hmm. of the people that you're there to see and not just WWE stuff or what have yeah. you. Um, so that that was cool. They're they're actually pretty well done because of course they're just like the the uh, <clears throat> like naked ones, and then of course someone's done that. Someone's obviously custom that. So yeah. Uh, the, the whoever's whoever's made them or designed them, hats off to you because they're really really cool. So you may see some in the background in the future of of podcasts. Who knows? I was told uh, I was told to look away. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting some. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we've got two months maybe to, to find out. So, interval arrived. Raffle tickets were being sold, of course. Yeah. Well, it was our first show back for a while, so... Well, I didn't even want to buy a raffle ticket. I never win. Oh, you so, never win, No, I never you? win. Maybe that'll change later on before the main event. But I never win, so I was like, oh, no, did I get a raffle ticket? And you were like, no, no. 
it's the first show back. We'll go get raffle tickets. So you yeah, it has off to be done. Some. And I will say that their uh, their their juice selection is pretty good, but still two pound a can. And they know how to make their money at the Northern Hotel, don't they? <laughs> they certainly do. <laughs> no, it's ne- never be as bad as Aberdeen Anarchy where I bought an Iron Brew, uh, the Iron Brew, a brew, uh, Red Bull for four pound fifty. Oh, that's extortion. <laughs> I know. I More fool like, you for paying it. I felt like I got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest of the show was worth it. But even then, I was like, still pay four pound fifty for a bloody Red Bull here. Yeah. So b- back to the show. I think that's rolling. Back to the that. show. So first half, you loved it. Loved it. Yeah, I really enjoyed the first half. I loved it. My ears were glowing. They were. Um, for again, this just seems to be for those who don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe have gout, but um, Billy's ears like to glow at wrestling shows. So that's how I know how um, how much he's enjoying it. Yeah, it's like uh, it's I'm like Rudolph. <laughs> well, not really, but okay. Uh, so back to the show. A lumberjack match is next. Now this is a match I had to explain. Yeah, I've never seen a lumberjack match before. I'd never heard of it before last night, but I kind of got the gist once I saw it. Yeah, so pretty much, uh, it's usually a group of bad guys, good guys, facing heels. They come out, surround the ring so that the the guys in the ring can't escape. So that's yeah. that's the plan. And of course, the bad guys uh, usually get some digs into the. the I didn't realize that Brian Tucker had turned heel. Of course, that was the one that that yeah, was the one that, that we were one. talking about. It was. Like I thought, I thought Sean Johnson was still the heel, so that's the part that I had missed. Well, last time that we'd you'd been to a show, Sterling Oil was still a thing. Yeah, aye, it was. Yeah, and at the end of that, Sean tried to make friends with Brian again. I think. Um, I think I was a little bit later on, but oh, right, uh, they're, okay. they're still feuding and everything. And Sterling Oil broke up, and then. They either would start before Battle of the Nations, the last show I went to, they kind of made up a little bit. They were supposed to team up. The Granite say Hot Shots return, and then uh, Brian attacked Sean, and the roles had reversed. Which, to be fair, he kind of deserved for deserting his pal before, you know. I mean, it's only fair. I think so. Yeah, maybe. You could say that. Uh, well, we're seeing that this, this rap has got 60 minutes, so we'll do, we'll finish this match. We'll take a week, we'll. Pause it, take a wee break, and we'll come back and do the rest of the show. Perfect. And we'll do that. Cool. So, what well, is technology? It's, it's, it's like Zoom. Zoom only lets you do... Uh, I'm, I'm rambling. What can You're do? rambling. So, I'll do this next bit. Uh, so, the match itself, I'd let Ironside as as the special guest referee. Uh, it was great yeah. to see Len. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he may he should have chose how to do his count beforehand. Because I think, I think, I think probably, because he's, he's a wrestler, he wanted to do the proper way. He wanted to yeah. get on his knees and do the count but, but he's possibly not quite fit enough to do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, so he was doing a lot of either standing counts or, or down, to his, down to one knee and, and like counting the floor. Yeah. So that bit got a little bit disjointed. It also got a bit... This is not probably not my favourite match of the night. I'll um, say that. No, I don't uh, think it was mine either. I think it's because when... I found it quite hard going, to be honest. Yeah, you're, you're trying to get the rules going and work out what was happening. And then the characters itself, I think they're so different to when we last saw and them. And then the lumberjacks just seemed to, like, leave. <laughs> and I was confused because the match was still going. Yeah. But the lumberjacks left. I think I, I think Len, I think I maybe missed something. Maybe Len told them to all think, go away they because they, they'd started fighting again amongst themselves. But... I was very confused. It was very cute when you turned around to me and just went, well, the match can't finish. The Lumberjacks are gone. 
Well, I wasn't sure what happened. But I think it's because in between the show, last show we saw, um, Tucker wasn't the most charismatic. Sean wasn't as because he, when he was the bad when he was heel, he was just like. I think great. I think a lot of people have adjusted to being away from it. Yeah. You know, so they've got to find their character again. And Tucker did, because he came out in his lovely tartan gear. <laughs> I know. Tartan trousers. Uh, <laughs> Looked like a Bay City Rollers fan. <laughs> and he was just so hammy and, and that. And Sean was just so straight-laced. I think, yeah, I don't think it just, it didn't gel as much yeah. as it could have. And I don't oh. think, because it had that massive gap as well, it was, the, the story kind of fizzled it's a little bit. maybe lost its way a little bit. Yeah. So maybe maybe that storyline's done. Yeah, uh, but Tucker won with a low blow and a roll up, so probably not done. We've probably got another match left in it. Um, yeah. But we got we got more more loud chops and I didn't mention Vago doing a coast to coast. Sorry, I'll go back a second. Vago did a coast to coast at the end of Halloween Brawl. Uh, Which jumped, is he jumped on one side of the ring to the other side of the ring, uh, okay. and doing a drop kick into the the trash can. As you can tell, people, I really know what Billy's talking about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I can't just yeah. Anyway, thank you. Everyone knows for my Carry podcast on. style. Um, so yeah, so Brian Tucker. As we were saying. So yeah, with the belt, with the belt looking, um, Tucker oh, at one yeah. point went, "That's enough," and started taking off his belt, and we thought, "Oh God, it's not, it's not speaking out again." Uh, so, <laughs> so, so yeah, we've got that, and we've got belt whip, and and it was just it sounded very stingy, yes, very stingy, uh, and then and then all this commotion with the lumberjacks, um, Tucker got a low blow and and rolled up Sean Johnson, so yeah, was wasn't my favourite, but there were two matches more than made up for it uh, afterwards as well, so what we'll do is we'll take a little break when we're doing for that. Just get this this first half of the the recording <laughs> processed. Yep. And we'll be back in a minute or two. Welcome back to the S it's not it's Wrestle Ropes podcast. Ah. <laughs> Damn. Uh yes, it's still Billy and Kelly. Kelly is still here. I am. We've got 40, oh, 40, 50 minutes of the show. Holding me hostage, guys. <laughs> And we've got two more matches to speak about, and of course, probably the highlight of the whole show in general as well. But we'll get to that. So previously, if you if you took a break when I did the wee whoosh in between us breaking up the first episode and start first part and starting this part, um, Kelly bought raffle tickets. So I did we'll, buy raffle let's, tickets. Let's let's uh, that story will happen soon. So after Brian Tucker and Sean Johnson had a bit of a weird match, and it was just yeah, yeah nay for us, we got to see a massive six man tag. Uh, that the match I thought was going to open the whole show just because who was in it, but we've got William Sterling, Blue Thunder, and Ryan Riley coming out first. Yeah. Uh, Thunder and and Sterling, of course you remember Ryan. You you were not sure of, but you definitely remembered he had a, a protein shaker, and that's what he did for my yeah my birthday in your video. in your birthday video yeah. Um, of course Ryan, a very very big fan of all these guys, of course, but Ryan's really nice. He he got me a t shirt for my birthday. He did. He nice Thank you, Ryan. Uh, so they're coming out as the heels, of course, boo. Uh, boo. But you did cheer Ryan because I of his, his kindness, and he looked very <laughs> perplexed by the. I, <laughs> I think I put him off a little bit. <laughs> it was quite funny, but. Uh, and then coming out next was Mr. P. Yes. Everyone loves Mr. P. I love Mr. P. <laughs> I really, really love Mr. P. And Mr. P was up for wrestling. 
He it was, was just absolutely ecstatic to buzzing. be back. You could just tell. Uh, of course, he came out with the, with the kilt, uh, as as a, a wifey called him after the show. The kilted wrestler. Didn't need to the know the name. Wrestler. That's all you need to know. And uh, he, came out with, he went back out, got the Scotland flag to a massive roar. Yeah. Now, this will go over your head, but he's pretty much like he's the Hacksaw Jim Duggan of WrestleZone. Okay. So Hacksaw, who who I met at WrestleZone as well, my first WrestleZone show, he would be the big America USA ho, uh-huh. and he'd come out with a two by four bit of wood. Right. Um, which fun fact was because back in his day, crowds would get so rowdy that they would riot. So wrestlers would often have like a weapon with them. Ready. Ready. Just so in he'd case. have a two by four. <coughs> a big boss man would have a nightstick because he was like a prison guard. Okay. And so they, so they could a batter around basically. Yeah. And you'd also come out with a big American flag and you'd just be like, USA. And that's USA, pretty much... USA, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's pretty I get, much... What, I get the, get the picture. That's what Mr. P is. He comes uh-huh. out with the kilt and he goes, Scotland flag, whoa. And of course, we will rock you yeah. on the um, bagpipes. Bagpipes, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, and then Evan Young came out next, who was a guy that, well, I'd only ever seen in a video of the promo. Yeah. Didn't know anything else about him. Um, he looked really young. He looked super young. Really, really young. And he um, was so it was so he was so small coming out as well because he all these big guys. <laughs> like I was saying to you after the show, I was like, in I comparison, didn't... it was like it was like a wee moosey coming <laughs> out into an elephant enclosure. It was just, yeah. I mean, he's obviously young and he's obviously a trainee, but what a character. But yeah, maybe I suppose when, if he stood up to me, he'd probably still be up to my chin. So he's still quite tall. He's not probably but... about my height then. <laughs> Cheers. Don't want to say that. <clears throat> but, but when you go in the ring with guys like Mister P and and Scotty and definitely William Sterling, who's probably taller of the lot. Uh... And it's not just their height either, though. It's their character. Mm-hmm. You know, their characters are huge. Oh yeah, you know, Evan um, probably had the worry that he'd coming in all black. Their could be... ring presence, for want of a better description, they're yeah. just. They control the crowd, and it's possibly why he was in that match because he's in there with, you know, if he's mm-hmm. nervous, he's in there with, with the guys the, that he, with the guys him. that have trained him, you yeah. know. So, but there's always a worry if if they come in and they're all in black and they're like Johnny kick pads, which is yeah. like bland as bland can be, that they are going to be bland as bland can be. But uh, Evan was not. He was definitely not. They they definitely played to to. The the idea that William Sterling's a bully, yes. so he was he was like laughing and joking that Evan was the mascot. But, yeah, but let's not forget who else was in that match because we haven't mentioned him yet. Of course we haven't. So after Evan Young came out, big crowd, big roar, uh, the old sinister rouge, yeah, by Bad Religion hit, and I think I don't I think like it was a melding of the initial awe of the song and the crowd just doing the I same. I think <laughs> if. The roof wasn't securely planted on that building. It would have lifted. Absolutely. It was just the the crowd was it was they were so rowdy when Scott came out. Um, um, and he had his hair dyed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because somebody told me. I think it, well, it was obviously you. Somebody <laughs> told me that he didn't have much of the red anymore. So I was. I was preparing myself to not see the red spiky hair. And so when I did see it, I was very excited, as you can probably hear in the video that Billy posted. Yep. Thanks for that. Like, here's a roar of the crowd, and then the background, just a little voice going, he's got red hair. (laughs) I'm just jealous, because I've dyed my red away, so 
Um, at least somebody's still got it. But yeah, when, when they did the promo video package beforehand uh, on on the Wrestles on Facebook page, uh, he didn't ha- he didn't have a hat. He, he had just had brown hair, and He's it was probably a got to save his supplies. I, 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 was, I was looking at it going, "This isn't right. This isn't right at all." <laughs> But no, Scotty came out, of course, much like Damien, much like Mr. P, much like everyone, because we, we were such a good spot where we were sat, yeah. we'll get to see everyone come out and see their first see reactions. See their initial the reactions, it was actually a really good spot to be in, and yeah, a bit like Damien, Scott just looked quite emotional to be back, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously with the whole speaking out stuff, and the, and the pandemic, but I think... As much the speaking out stuff as the pandemic, it may, it's possibly made people question whether they want to come mm-hmm. back to wrestling, you know, like we said before. And nobody's getting any younger, mm-hmm. you know. So the people that are the older members of the roster have lost a year and a half of time that they could be performing or competing. So it's... It, it's nice for everybody to get to be back, and and it, yeah, it can make people very jaded. And <clears throat> I mean, Scott is very. He, he went from from the just the WrestleZone guy now, and you hear the mosh pit, and you hear the hours of chats I've had with him now. <laughs> that he's just like, well, I'm concentrating on WrestleZone. That's what I'm doing. So he, he's he's just yeah, that's that's his thing. It's WrestleZone. Whether he can do it for another year, uh, he'll just like like I say. I think a, what we're seeing in this show particularly with Evan is they're really introducing all these younger guys in getting them up yeah. built up and, and letting the the older uh, core roster maybe take a step back and just be be used as part of the show but not like your focal point of the show mm-hmm. but uh, so it started with, with William of course being cocky and getting down on his knees to meet the height of, of Evan and I mean let's not stress let's not try to stress how s- small Evan is but when William was on his knees, they were actually the same height. Yep. And Evan just flew. Yeah. He was great. He was yeah. just excellent. He, they kicked him out of the nest and he flew. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, again, with, with I've seen so many new guys come in the Nestle Zone now because I've watched for so long. That, that first, like I said before, that first match can be their worst match because they've got to adjust to the crowd. Yeah. They've got to... And, and I mean, even I've seen it at other, at other wrestling events. Mm-hmm. Um, not WrestleZone, but at other wrestling events up in Inverness. Uh-huh. I've seen a trainee that had a shocking first match. Yeah. And it's so hard on them, you know, because there's nerves there. They're trying to remember their, their training. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, and they've not got their stage presence yet because... It's their first go, so exactly. they've not got that. They've not had the opportunity to build that up. It's, it's like when you learn how to drive. You don't really learn how to drive until you're driving by yourself. Exactly. But, so it's, it's an issue. I don't know if because he's a little bit smaller, he has to look up at everyone anyway. But I find, <laughs> I find for like taller guys that they often hunch. They hunch a lot yeah. because they're trying to meet... The, but they need to pull up and like it's like dancing. We're, we're gonna watch straightly after this anyway. <laughs> but it's but it's the same thing. It's it, the confidence comes when you're like chest out, and you're embracing yeah. the crowd in instead of hunching over and going, no, I'm doing the thing I need to do. You're second to it. You know? Yeah. Um. It is. It's like a big dance. Yeah. The, the, uh, when it comes. To I wrestling. mean, it's choreograph. So it's choreography. So, however you put it, you know. 
the guys that are in Marvel movies have to choreograph their fights. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not saying that everything's planned, but there has to be a way that people know that they're not going to get hurt. Oh, there's some sort of structure and you know how you should know how to like turn Land them and, and lift them and throw them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's all, all part and parcel of, of wrestling in general. So yeah, the match itself, it, it got chaotic very quickly. Of course, we've got some classic Mr. P um, kilt lifting Yes. Shenanigans, uh, including giving uh, giving William Sterling a stink face by dropping the kilt over his head. Yep. And mm-hmm. shaking his booty. Yep. So there was that. <laughs> there was much. There was a lot of hilarity in that mm. match. It was a good um, break between the two, like between the the lumberjack match and the tri counties championship. It was just like a. There was a. Again, it's it that was a good, good slice. Again. Yeah, it was it it was the pantomime of it, but you know, and I hate using that word because Billy gives me the eye roll, <laughs> but you know, it was there was the good guys, the bad guys. It was it was just your. That's your family friendly show. Yeah. Um, that's it. Rest of those stories, they're not complicated. Where the Halloween <laughs> brawl was kind of like your absolute slice of a WrestleZone show. I actually think that that the um the match with Scotty Swift and Blue Thunder and and the other guys I don't remember names <laughs> um I I think I feel like that match was a match for them as much as it was mm-hmm. a match for us yeah so a lot of the guys got to be in that match because it was everybody that wanted to get back yeah yeah so it was like right we've we've planned out this match. But I want to be in one. <laughs> I want to be in one. Right, yeah. We'll put it all in one. That's fine. Sorted. Uh, but no, I, I really want to see more of Scotty Swift and Mr. P as a tag team as well because I think that was really fun. Yeah. Um, with, with all that. And if, if Scotty does decide that he is winding down anytime soon, that could be a nice wee way of just keeping him keeping him in there. Yeah. As well. Could be. Um, you said you'd seen his gear before. I, I don't remember it, but it's called, it was Ghostbusters-y. 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 Um, well, I th- I feel like I've seen it before, but that could be halluc- a hallucination. Nah. I, I don't know. I, I'm not often <coughs> a one fever to dream. St- <laughs> I'm not often one to stare at st- to stare at wrestlers' trunks, so maybe that's I, I've just forgotten it. <laughs> but <laughs> saying I am. <laughs> no, no. Um, um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, Evan did a, a fantastic job. Uh, of course, he had Scotty and Mr. P, who are just absolute bundles of charisma who were yeah. able to take all that crowd reaction pull it all in and then just put it on Evan yeah and Evan wasn't batting it away he, he took it in he he embraced it oh we were chanting we were chanting for Scotty we were chanting for Mr P we're, it was just that was a proper it's back moment it was a right pick me up as yeah. well as well from from the little bit of the lumberjack awkwardness that we were having but the that that yeah. match just it's a shame because it it's a shame it didn't really hit in the lumberjack match but that the the match with um the match that we're talking the about it man. was ju- the six man thank you <laughs> the six man match was just yeah it was yeah. that was wrestling on steroids it was just <laughs> fantastic uh so it ended with with ryan ryan left he, he went to the apron because he didn't he care. had enough yeah. And it looked like it was William was going to... Because Evan was decked out. He looked like he was going to die. Yeah. And William came to, to just pick up the pieces and he got rolled up. Yeah. And that was it. Evan, Evan won. Evan won. It was fantastic. They And the crowd, like, 
everybody was so chuffed for him and yeah it was just great I really like that that Scotty and Mr P left afterwards and gave Evan the ring him yeah and let everyone just just give him the the claps and the and the (laughs) it was almost like a yeah he's earned this moment let's let him have it Mm -hmm. absolutely so yeah Evan I it's gonna be one first match in and he's had a great match it's it's there's only it can only go up I'm sure but uh, we'll the see. only way is up that's it thank you like I say Kelly my translator in here. the words of Yaz <laughs> Yaz <laughs> <laughs> another the, 80s music reference for you there folks <laughs> so after the six man tag we had a little bit of a downtime before the main event uh, the raffle was announced mm-hmm. uh, of course as I've te- we've teased all the way along raffle tickets were bought and first, first. Uh, You're ticket. probably questioning why we've been teasing it all the way through. I think it's probably quite obvious. <laughs> so, ticket first ticket was was taken out. It was a yellow ticket. Wasn't ours. Didn't want that. Not interested. No way. So we ignored it. Mm-hmm. And the second ticket was taken out. What was it? Was number five three one? Was well, it? I can't remember, but it was, it was ours. It was ours. Yes, raffle winners. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, as the n- numbers were announced and Kelly passed me the tickets because I wasn't she... going up. <laughs> I I uh, yep I loudly shouted, yas. I possibly like should have gone up because I think people thought it was a fix, but <laughs> I genuinely bought tickets, guys. <laughs> so yeah, I I celebrated my way to the to Martin, who looked like of course it was him, of course <laughs> of course he won. Uh, Just woman typical. But oh, first raffle win ever at a wrestling show. So we've got Destiny. Destiny. Thank, we thank were goodness. supposed to be there. Thank goodness Edinburgh Comic Con was, was postponed. Because otherwise we wouldn't, wouldn't have went. No. We wouldn't have won the raffle. Exactly. So, you know, that's that's the most important thing. We could have made John C. McGinley. But, you know, we we won the raffle instead, which I think is just as good. Yeah, yeah, just as good as meeting Graham McTavish from Outlander, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't spoil what the prize was, but there were some goodies in there. My favourite being a Scotty Swift badge. That's yeah. like my favourite thing, because of course it's a Scotty Swift badge. Yeah. Uh, that that was my bag. Had to be my bag. Uh-huh. Other ones may have had like a Crusher Crave one, which would be good. I like Crusher Crave, but it had to be a Scotty Swift one. That would had get. to be Scotty. Uh, so we were all elated. We were ready for the main event. Uh, a little bit of confusion for yourself. As well yes. for the main event because coming out was the WrestleZone Tri Counties Championship. Alan Sterling defended against Chris Archer. Yeah. Chris Archer came out with Mickey Vago. Uh huh. And then Alan came out with Caleb, and he turned to me and went, "In our tag match, is it?" <laughs> I was. I, I. But you didn't have the matches. I'm wrestling in it, okay? Like I, I, I come along to the shows, but I don't often understand exactly what is going on and you didn't look at the match card you were just no. there to see the wrestling you didn't care what I was, was just on. there for the experience I wasn't no but I think we got a proper look of. Billy of... normally tells me on the way through so we live about an hour and a half away from Aberdeen and we drive through um, and I normally get a bit of a rundown on our way because I can't shut him up and I had to scrape Billy off of the ceiling a few times yesterday but he never actually told me what the match card was he was that excited about seeing Scotty and Mr P and 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 Mickey Vago that it was it was just not even talked about that I mean that's that was part of the fun I think it's because I had I, I was so excited about about Kyle having to explain this all to Kayleigh at the show. Yeah. That I was like, no, I'm going to do the same to you. I'm well, because, <laughs> well, I think because you had that experience at my first dress zone mm-hmm. that you had to explain 
everything that was happening. So you you understood Kyle's plight. Yeah, and we were sitting there just hoping for a sisto still. We're still hoping for a sisto. And, yeah. and, and I, I've uh, never seen the super executioner. That's what I was about to say. I think he's mind. a myth. <laughs> I swear to God, I've never seen him. Apart from, My and we keep mentioning it. Thank you to all the WrestleZone guys for um, contributing to that, by the way. Um, I pestered a few of you to to um, send in a, a wee message for him. So thank you to all the guys, especially Caleb and Ryan, who, who sent through some um, T-shirts. but And that was far more than I I even thought we were, go- we were going to get. And a big shout-out to Adam as well for splicing the video yes, together because I am not technical. <laughs> um, so um, just a quick shout-out from me. And um, Martin as well, who also helped... Um, get everybody involved. So thank you very much. But uh, yeah, so super executioner. You've never seen a super executioner. No, much. never seen him. And it, it's the weirdest thing because, like I was saying to you, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. He's not real, Billy. Show. He doesn't come to the big shows. He's he not real. To, he comes to the little ones. He's not real. He comes to Keith. He's not real. Are you saying Keith Smith? I'm not saying Keith Smith. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying that the super executioner is a myth. Uh, but maybe the super executioner if he's got through this far of the podcast if uh, Mr. P's been able to help him get up on, on the interweb maybe can can uh, quell that myth maybe quash that quash not quell quash that myth uh, by, by sending a message in but yeah oh god I know oh yeah you've, you've dug yourself a hole now I have dug myself a wee grave haven't I yeah, never you, mind you're going to get super executioner on you <laughs> So that'll head us to the main event. So, Sorry. Um, we, we tangent a little bit. So it wasn't a tag team match. It was Chris Archer and Alan Sterling for the Tri-Counties Championship. Yeah. Um, Alan, of course, is just big comedy character. And again, another one that's just slimmed down so much during this pandemic. He's he put in the work. He's put in the work, yeah. And uh, and Archer's went the other way because he was quite smaller. He's now a little bit stockier. And he looks he's, proper he's broad. Up. Um, so, yeah, there, there was... It was just a really fun match. I think the, it was a really good match. The best bit was 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 the outside bit because Caleb, Caleb and Alan. Yeah. Oh, it's just a riot with with the hat. Yeah. And the t shirt, the the big roar for Alan, for Caleb to take his t shirt off. Yeah, I've got a big soft spot for Caleb, but I think a lot of people have, mostly women, funnily enough. But um, yeah, it was it's nice to see him back in back in the ring. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's. He's a force to be reckoned with. It absolutely, it, like like I've said in other videos, it's not just because oh, because it, it, it just looks like a wrestler. Yeah, it looks like a like a. a he looks a like a Viking. Yeah, that and that's that's obviously the the um, angle that they're going for uh, with Caleb Valhalla. You know, he's he's like a, a Viking Norse he's god. He's a Viking kind of Norse god kind of thing. All he all he's missing is a um yonder or a or a stormbreaker, and he's. Yeah, you should have yeah. asked. I've got one right behind me here. <laughs> I could have taken it up. And... Oh, how many times does he mention that in the podcasts? Oh, very often. I mean, you weren't there when I got after I got the shield. That was <laughs> that was uh... which has somehow made its way onto the wall in our hall, people. Um... What can I say? A beautiful picture of our engagement fell down, and it had to be replaced with something. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm, I'm fairly It's convenient certain. that the shield made ha, made its way down the stairs so quickly after that happened, isn't it? Could be worse. It could be one of the belts. Well, yeah, I'd rather shield. 
Captain America's shield, by the way, folks. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful piece of... It, you know, it's not the best piece of work, but it was like £30, so you got what you get. With it's that. a good piece of engineering. It is, yeah. It's not quite vibranium, but it'll it'll uh, stop intruders. <laughs> okay. Imagine, imagine if we get broken into and I go down with my with my rubber Thor's hammer and pick up that shield. They would just, they would just like... Laugh. <laughs> they would run. Laugh. They would run. They would laugh. No, they'd be like, "Oh my god, this guy's crazy." <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know. So Archer came out, and, and we'd make a reference to Lost on Kelly, looking like two thousand Undertaker with his denim. Uh, I know who vest. Undertaker is. Ah, but two thousand Undertaker when he came back. Is that when a, he was being a face a little bit? That's though. when he was a biker. I think you've shown me pictures of that. Quite possibly. It was I was very confused as well because I thought that their tag team name, Chris Archer and Mickey Vigo, I'm really sorry, but I thought that your tag team name was the Haiti Bikers rather than just... The rejected. The, <laughs> the actual name. So my apologies. Yeah, that was and, and my apologies on behalf of Billy who actually didn't tell me <laughs> that that was the case. I thought I thought you were part of just being part of the the hilarity of calling them the Haiti Bikers. No, but, I just thought that was no. their name. It, it was when when you saw uh, their jackets in the back and it says Chris Archer and Mickey Vigo. I wasn't paying attention to their backs. But no, that's that's when you, that's when you saw them and you turned to me and went, "Oh, they're not called the Haiti Bikers anymore." <laughs> <laughs> they never were. <laughs> they never were it was a confusing five minutes, people. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the match itself it was there was a lot of to and fro in. Um, it was a little bit more, a bit longer. It was a bit more like a longer uh, period in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was the um, the headline act. Mm-hmm. The main event. Main event. Thank you. So I translate the wrestling bits. You translate my actual English words. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the main event. So it it it's it's allowed to be a little bit of a I, longer it, match. And it did a good job of kind of not that it dragged it down, but it dipped it down and then built it back up again. Built yeah. it back up the and then the uh, Vigo and Caleb were sent out. Yeah. And then oh, it was built up a little bit more, and then they, and then everyone was knocked down. Caleb came back out, and oh. And and uh, threw Archer about, and we thought, oh, this is it. This is it, yeah. And then built up a little bit more. Vago came out to interrupt the count. Oh, built up a little bit more. And then eventually uh, Archer rolled him up, got the win. That was it. He was new Tri-Counties champion. Yeah. Congratulations, Chris. A big, big roar to the crowd again, because Chris Archer, like I was saying in the drive home, he's been wrestling, wrestling since, what, 2009, I think. <laughs> You're asking um, me. I think it's two thousand nine, <laughs> and he's never won a singles title ever. In well, wrestling. congratulations! In fact, the crowd were even chanting that he deserved it. Yeah. So you know, people that have obviously been coming along to wrestles on shows for longer than I have, and um, yeah, he deserved it. So again, it's that that thing of of giving the younger talent more time to shine. I mean, even though the jokes are Chris Archer is like. His knees are older than life, and and his his back's now. I couldn't believe when you told me how think, old he was. I think he's twenty six or something. He's very young, anyway. Uh, you wouldn't think he's that young because of how long he's been about. I think it just yeah, it it it's not that he looks older or anything. I think it's just because he's been at that as long as I've been going, mm-hmm. and so have Scott and. Um, Crusher and all these people and so I just assumed that he was 
kind of the same age as myself Mm -hmm. or them and I am not 26 I wish I was um so so yeah yeah it's very surprised that he was younger than I thought and again, it's just showing that it wrestles over kind of promoting their younger talent with with Brad in the, in the start and then uh, Archer at the end of the show. So um, there was a big everyone came out. All the good guys came out. I can't remember. I don't think any of the heels came out. So I think it was all the faces that came out. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because all the heels were were behind the curtain waiting for us all us to leave. Yes. So they could put down the ring. So they could <laughs> help tidy up. Every so often yeah, you see was, Ryan Riley pop his head out going. It like, was a real feel good end to. A long-awaited return show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, and I was just I had so much fun. I like I said, like I said earlier, I I didn't think I missed it as much as I did. Yeah. But as soon as, as soon as I saw the ring, I was like, oh, I miss wrestling. Yeah. So much, and then sat down and I was like, yeah, I missed wrestling so much. Yeah. <laughs> and then it started, and they could then that feeling continued for for the rest of the show and. Like you were saying, you didn't think you missed it. You didn't I, think you I would didn't, miss it. I didn't think I missed it, but I have got a sore throat today <laughs> from all my screaming and yelling and cheering and cl- and my hands were sore and I was stomping my feet. I just, yeah, I don't, I think it's taken us being away from it for me to realise just how much you have infiltrated <laughs> my likes and my dislikes. Um, I mean, for those of you who maybe aren't in the know, myself and Billy have been together for seven and a half years now. So, and it took him six months to convince me to go to a wrestling show. But I feel like after a couple, I was hooked. Hmm. I feel like it was more out of circumstance as well, because that was that really weird time where my car broke. So you had to. I had to. Yeah, I had, yeah, to, I had to, to come in. I had to um, give a lift. So what was the point? I could either drop you off and come home or I could just go in and watch. Exactly. And I think I first realised that I was actually quite enjoying wrestling when I discovered that you were going to a show with your brother in Mm. Forest and I wasn't going to be coming to the show. But you told me that Jester and Lou were facing up against one another and I was like, no, you're not going without me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was that was a hunch. I didn't even think it wasn't announced. And it happened. I was so happy. I was, I was like, I was thinking through all the matches announced. And I was thinking, you know what, Jester and, and Looking Sharp would be announced for this, but they haven't been announced in matches. I think they're facing each other, and they're yeah. like, and my my folks had come over. Yeah, and... I was going to cook for them. We were going to have a takeaway. <laughs> we were going to have peace without you and Dan, and, but no. And you were like, do you mind just looking after the house? I'm going to go to the wrestling. I'm well. going to go. <laughs> Billy's got a hunch and I think I want to see if he's right. It's very rare that I am. Uh-huh, I'm but you terrib- were. WrestleZone, I'm terrible at, at hunches. I'm just awful at them. So um, it, was, it was nice. That was to a s- brilliant match. It was so funny. What? Which, which, what? Are you telling me about the Rumble? No. no. I'm talking about Looking Shark getting absolutely oh. destroyed by Jester. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Rumble. Aspen eliminated himself. And oh, I, that I, was hilarious! <laughs> that was so funny. I was I was enraged. Then <laughs> it was just so sorry, upset. Aspen, but it was funny. No, like like we've established in other interviews, they they knew that at least one person would be uh, would react to it, and it was me. Yep. <laughs> so 
Much like my, my on-off on again feud with Mickey Vago, I didn't know I was part of. The thing of. is, though, that's, that's another tick in their favour because they obviously know their audience. Mm-hmm. So um, that's not necessarily a bad thing when you're a company like that. Absolutely. If you're running uh, 12 shows a year, at least, and you know what people And you like. know that, that somebody who shall remain nameless is absolutely going to appear to mo- uh, uh, attend most of them mm-hmm. because he's got... Because he's the press, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. I didn't think we'd, we'd touch on that. That was my first words to Martin when I, I got I know, him. I know. I mean, it wasn't even hello. It was, the press is here. Like... Jeez, oh man! I know it's been a while, but calm yourself. <laughs> much like, much like uh, Brian Tucker getting this all his magic car- uh, charisma, I came in with a bundle of confidence. I know. The press is here. <laughs> Get like, my pictures done. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that was that was WrestleZone Halloween hijinks. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about the the um, Aberdeen Anarchy that I came to you two with you and it was um oh what's his name it was hardcore holly and it was hardcore holly and lying against uh johnny lyons in aspen yes but the the rest chris what's his name with the tattoos masters chris masters That's right i'm with you now yeah yep. chris masters uh who who called you out for having a wee Check you out of his I body. I swear, I'm looking at his <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, that's what they all say. But no, you've, you've had some fun times at WrestleZone. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been good. Like you say, you didn't think you'd miss as much. So, well, the shows are being announced soon. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of plot when we can go. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for wrestling. I'm excited to be back at wrestling. I mean, it's been weird the last 18 months, sir, that, that there's not been shows on. And I've had to do a podcast instead to to keep, get my wrestling fill. Yeah. And get your fix somehow. Yeah, and and be able to speak to so many wrestlers. Like I so over a hundred episodes I've done now. For someone who's not very social at all, it's very amazing no. that I got that far. It is, yeah. And yeah, and finally got to go back. So it's just yeah. Th- thanks to WrestleZone for for coming back at a, a safe time because there's there's some companies that they I'm, I won't name them because it's not there. It's not they're about them, but the the ban was lifted on things and then. The next day, their shows announced, the shows announced for that weekend. And yeah, that's, that's... at least at least WrestleZone have waited until it's it it's abundantly clear mm-hmm. that it's safer. Um, you know, so people have been vaccinated. People are, you know, um, they're not to get political, but you know, mm. there there has been a global pandemic. Right. So coming back at a safer time, um, and and. Considering their audience base, I think they've had to be very careful because oh, yeah. um, a lot of people that attend appear to be, rightly or wrongly appear to be, mm-hmm. um, a little bit more vulnerable yeah. than um, than just yourself or I. So, um, yeah. hats off to you. And they had, obviously they had the wee stations where you can get your... your uh, there was plenty sanitize. of hand sanitizer and. You do, I had um, masks at the front as well, so if you didn't have a mask. I mean, Alan it. even when he came out to to um to fight in these tri tri counties championship, he was given away masks. It was. He was handing all of them out to the front row. Mm-hmm. Them, and uh, obviously, 
both William and Alan had the same conversation. They're brothers, of course, in Wrestle in WrestleZone. They had the same conversation because the the thing they both said when they came out was, "Oh, you survived," <laughs> which always made me laugh. But yeah, absolutely phenomenal show. We've absolutely forgot stuff because you know. Well, we're about to have. But like I say, I, I trust Adam uh, Adam Morrison to to put an amazing review up. Uh, which will tell you what actually happened while we're sitting here going, oh, I remember when there were sweets uh, <laughs> and stuff uh, and, and all that kind of thing. So definitely check out that when you can. But how has this been for your first... Oh, before we do that, you got to see a baby. I did. <laughs> we did. We got to see Caleb's little um, daughter and it was adorable. She was wearing her very own Caleb Valhalla t-shirt. Baby Valhalla. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> It was obviously her first show. It was. Um, which was nice. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I, as, as you notice, this podcast just, I, I think of another thought as soon as I'm trying to wrap up another. Yeah. Uh, anyway, how was your first experience on a podcast? How, how have you found my hosting? Um, all right, yeah. All, all right. <laughs> well, normally I just, I just <laughs> hide away downstairs whilst you come up here and speak to people and bug them and get them to be on your podcast so and i normally just hear it from up from downstairs whilst i'm watching downton abbey or gilmore girls or something so um it's quite nice to be in the room where it happens oh oh hamilton yeah um but we still have two questions for you though oh i've heard <laughs> of these yep and uh people are thinking <laughs> oh my god he's wrapping up and he hasn't asked them we'll ask everyone these questions first off what's your favorite dinosaur my favourite dinosaur is Rex from Toy Story. Good, and they're a popular choice. Uh, he, he was very high on my top 100 dinosaurs list. Oh, that was a nightmare. Uh, oh, no, you had to, to live from him. I was trying to, to get 100 dinosaurs. Yeah. And I forgot a bunch as well. I was, I was corrected very quickly. I need to remember Hannibal Smith from the opening of the A-Team. Oh, okay. No, there's a moment where he turns around and he's disguises in a dinosaur costume. Don't think I've ever watched it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, no. Uh, the, I know the only team you'll probably know is, is either Mr. T or the janitor's van in Scrubs. Okay. No? Okay. That's I know Mr. T. You have to watch Scrubs again. I think everybody knows Mr. T. Uh, the other question we ask everyone, what would have been in the fight? Two sheep or one cow? <laughs> You do come up with some rubbish. Don't that you? one I can blame on on Krieger and looking sharp for, oh, for having Krieger. that one. Krieger, Krieger, mm-hmm. yeah, we won't, we won't. Um, Let's not go there. No, just watch Krieger's episode. I mentioned in the first ten minutes why we're, we're this is a bit awkward. Um, <laughs> thanks for that, husband of mine. Um, I think two sheep because they could tag team it. Yeah, you know, wrestling reference to end the show. That's the way to do it. Do you want to give out your social media? Does, do you do anyone um, want to? No, if you want to ask me questions, just message Billy. I mean, we live in the same house. We don't talk a lot, but we live in the same house, so I'm sure he can field your questions for me. Absolutely, I can do that. So, but you can follow me. I never do plugs for my own podcast at the end because I forget. So, and it's always awkward because I always have my guest like on the other side of the seat screen yeah. while I'm doing the plugs. And I just feel like they're just like going, aye, aye. Oh, this is... Stop but, talking about yourself. Exactly. But you can follow us at ScottResNet on Twitter, Instagram, and I think that's the Facebook one as well, facebook.com slash ScottResNet. Uh, visit the website, swnscotland.com. This is part of a podcasting network of my own because I think I've got six podcasts now going at the same time because clearly I've realised that 
I don't like social interaction it's in real life. too much time on his hands. That. I don't, I don't like social interaction in real life, but he over Zoom... He doesn't like interacting fine. with his wife. He'd rather talk to wrestlers on the internet. <laughs> this is <laughs> Sorry, why, guys. This is why I don't do the bit at the end with people, because cause they just interrupt and try to join in. No. <laughs> if you've enjoyed me being on, though, guys, let us know. We could maybe make this a little bit of a series. Yeah, we can. We can if we're going to a show, we'll do a review the next day and see how it goes. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, thank you. We, oh yeah, thank you for being for having on. me. Yeah, uh, we have been great. <laughs>